Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the World Famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. And, uh, you know, we missed a couple of weeks, maybe a month. And then uh, Tommy and I were back earlier this week. <laughs> With a rushed episode. And then now we got uh, our old friend Tyler Pig back. It's like the whole gang's back together. Your happy days are here again, right? Yeah, until you send this on your happy trails. Except for yeah. What's His Nuts isn't here. Well, you know, he's just a fan. Yeah. Like, uh, Tyler solidified himself as a co-host. Yeah, like, Luke's, like... a, Luke's a playoff analyst. Yeah. He's good at the playoff stuff. Well, like every once in a while, people have something like a dumb fan show. I know some people have dumb fan shows, and he could be our dumb fan show. There we go. Speaking of dumb. <laughs> That's <let's>, me. <laughs> let's uh, get off uh, on a hot start uh, because <laughs> we done messed up. Well, I, we... I I done messed up, and I apologize to all our listeners. I was so upset about how awful that truck race was that I had the wrong winner. I said Zane Smith, and it was Corey Heim, who I love Corey Heim, because it reminds me of Corey Haim from, uh, I, I know Evan hasn't seen The Lost Boys. Tyler, you seen The Lost Boys? I've seen The Lost Boys. Great movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's a good movie. It's one of Corey Haim's big roles. Yeah. So uh, my apologies to the Heim family and to uh, our listeners. So glad we could get that out of the way. Don't let that happen again. I was weighing heavy on my chest because I heard the show. Like I listened back to see how well I edited it because I had to edit a lot out because we were all <laughs> over the place. And I was like, Zane Smith, he didn't win. And sure as shit, he didn't. So let's get into some news. Uh, Ryan Blaney enters the Talladega Walk of Fame this weekend. He joins a list of 51 names, including some greats that you might have heard of. Kale Yarborough, Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt. Uh, he's one of three active drivers to be on the Walk of Fame, joining Harvick, who will retire at the end, and Brad Keselowski. He's got two wins, um, both photo finishes by seven one-thousandths of a second and 17 career starts at Talladega. Uh, he won over Ryan Newman in 2019 and then Ricky Stenhouse in 2020. I like this. You know, I was just... Like, I never really analyzed how well Ryan Blaney runs here. And I keep kept seeing he's the favorite. Like, he was the odds-on favorite for this race. And I'm like, why? And then, like, I look stuff up, and it runs really well. The, the weird thing about this walk of fame, he's got two wins in, and he's getting in. We'll mention it later. I might as well mention it now. Joey Logano has three wins. He, he isn't. And TD Chase Elliott has two six career top tens and a pole. All within the last 10 races. Yeah, and he's so, led nearly as many laps. So I don't know what the actual criteria was or is for the, the walk of thing. Maybe there's some other stuff figured in, but yeah. I feel like Ryan, I don't want to say overrated, but I feel like. Well, okay, Kyle all... Petty, come in with the hot takes no, there. I'm just here. saying at Talladega, <laughs> like everybody's like, oh, it's Ryan Blaney at Talladega. And I'm like, I mean, you won twice by photo finishes, which is awesome because it's Talladega. 
but I also feel like there he sometimes he just doesn't show up. Wow. But I feel like everybody like it's Talladega, like everybody has a chance to win. But like everybody's like, oh no, Ryan Blaney, like this odds on favorite. Like if you're betting a favorite at a super speedway, you're an idiot. First of all, if you're bet no offense to any of our degenerate gamblers that are listening, but if you're betting on uh Talladega results, you might be a degenerate. <laughs> yeah. Go take a twenty dollar bill, walk out to your front yard, get a lighter, and then light it on fire because that's what you're doing. You bet on super speedway racing. Or take it to a gas station by Powerball. You have a better chance. Yeah. <laughs> and you might win more money. Uh, but yeah, that was my hot take. Uh, Kevin Harvick making his 800th cup start this uh, weekend at Talladega. Sixth uh, driver to make the list, including Richard Petty, Ricky Rudd, Terry Labonte, Dave uh, Marcis. Mark? Oh, actually, Mar- my, Dave my bad. He's, he's the 10th driver to make the list. And it's Ten. Dave Mar- Dave Marcus. Dave Who Marcus. used to wear wingtip shoes. Ooh, Mark Martin, Kyle Petty, Bill Elliott, Daryl Waltrip, and Jeff Gordon. If he races in every race this year, he will finish with 826, which would put him eighth all time, two behind Bill Elliott, and three behind Kyle Petty. And that leads me to believe, are you ever really retired? I see him running three or four more races before he's done, done, which would get him in sixth. And then it's a long way to get to Mark Martin at 882. But I think we could see him settle in at 830, which would... Yeah, that would make him sixth all time. I could see him racing more, but I think it's going to be a little bit. With his Fox deal, I think it's going to be hard for him to. Yeah. But I guess well, he could do all it. Fall. He's got all fall. Yeah, because I guess in the NBC. And then uh, I was shocked going down the list. Uh, Jimmy Johnson only 688. It seemed like he raced forever, but I guess he just won forever. Yeah. But he, didn't get, he got hurt, remember, like broke a, was it broke a leg. Yeah. Or missed by almost a half a season. So, and he retired a little bit earlier than some of the guys. He, he bowed out at forty-four, sort of semi-racing now at forty-seven, which is how old Kevin Harvick is. So, huh? Racing. Put quotes. I put air quotes around there because he's never going to retire. Uh, we got more penalties. Austin Dillon uh, penalized after his car went to the R&D Center following Martinsville race. Team and driver both lost sixty points and five playoff points. His crew chief was fined $75,000, suspended for two races. Apparently, they jerry-rigged the underwing assembly, mounting, and hardware. Uh, cheaters cheat. Cheaters yeah. cheat. Anytime a... you get to use jerry-rigging in the rundown is always a win for me. <laughs> but I think that's how NASCAR described it. So it's quite applicable. But will, will those it. be revoked like every other penalty? Like review? everything else. Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. We'll see if it holds. Uh, Lados, Lidos, they actually make the uh, screening thing at the airports, I've noticed. And NASCAR joining forces to collaborate on uh, building a lunar terrain vehicle. Uh, so that's pretty interesting, NASCAR getting involved in the space race. Yeah, I'm just, I personally, they can't get a good racing package at Martinsville, but they're going to put something on the moon. <laughs> you think they're going to get some Goodyear tires on the moon? Yeah, I bet uh, we send good. We're going back like next year, right? Something yeah, like that. can figure out his rockets. I'd like to see. Oh, I Ho- this- I'd like to see Hoosier get in on the uh, uh, in on it. If Ooh. you could pick one NASCAR paint scheme to put on a lunar landing module, what would you put? Night Owl Hooters. Ooh, like Alan Kowicki style. Yeah. Okay. Respect. Respect. 
I was going Voyager uh, crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Voyager isn't a thing, Tommy. Uh, is that not it anymore? No, they got that was part of SBF's fraud or whatever. Oh Oops. shit! I was hoping you would say you would go with the old Rusty Wallace Miller High Life Champagne of Beers uh, oh. paint scheme. Let's keep it classy when we go back to the moon. Yeah, no, we should. Maybe a little bit of the Rainbow Warrior, Jeff Gordon. Hey, get there fast, brother. Hey. Uh, fan vote for the uh, NASCAR All-Star Race is now open. You can do so at nascar.com forward slash fan vote. Uh, you got the Dinger, Elmarola, Burton, Ty Dillon, Gibbs, Gilliland, Gregson, Haley, LaJoy, McDowell, McLeod, Priest, and Chandler Smith. Yeah, I jumped on there early. I got my vote in. Can I you- think we... I would vote for LaJoy, but I don't really feel like any of these guys are all-stars. <laughs> Loosely not all-stars. I, I mean, I got my vote in for, uh, I voted for Chandler Smith. I just uh, I just don't want what's-his-nuts to get in Ty. Yeah, I'll say I'm not going to vote for Ty Gibbs. Uh, I would probably lean with Evan. I'd, uh, I'd go uh, Corey LaJoy. He said the best year out of that group. Followed by, I guess, Eric Almarola. And Ty Gibbs, yeah, not BJ McLeod, not happening. Well, I still, I still feel like none of them are really all stars. I feel like we have like a like a like a little league all star team where you have thirteen spots, and we've got a solid twelve. We got to find a thirteenth, and it's yeah. who's willing to pony up to get us in. So I want Corey LaJoy in the SummerSlam car, or whatever WWE pay per view is coming up, and like Hell in a Cell, maybe is that so long? <laughs> so. Uh, Royal Rumble, but he gets my vote. Uh, NASCAR 75 greatest drivers. They're basically just adding 25 names to the original list of 50 uh, greatest drivers from 1998. So solid work by the NASCAR team. Uh, so far, 10 drivers have been added. Tony Stewart, Casey Kane, uh, Mike Stefanik, uh, Randy LaJoy, Kyle Larson, Greg Biffle, Sterling Marlin, Ryan Newman, and then Denny Hamlin recently announced. Actually, Chase Elliott was announced today, too. Oh, my gosh. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, that was the one I forgot to type because I said nine, but then I typed in, or ten, and I typed in nine. But, yeah, uh, Chase Elliott. So. Is is it me? And I listened to the previous pod this morning at 4 a.m. while I was feeding my daughter uh, a bottle because that's a uh, shout-out to New Dad Life. Is Casey Kane a little bit of a stretch to be in the top 75? So, to me, it feels like it, but – that's just me. I like Greg. I think Greg Biffle and the others are fine, but Casey Kane's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, you know, hold on. I just, to me, I don't know how you just automatically go with the 50 and say, Hey, we're going to keep those 50. And like, I feel like some recent guys might knock some of those 50 off, but he checks in at 53rd all time cup series win at 18. So once yeah. again, you're going 75, I feel like he was. I feel like the wins. I mean, yeah, obviously you want to win, but it, if you get a win, does that mean you're such a great driver? Well, well, he did what, do it. Once in a, again, you have to it. find seventy-five of them, though. That's the thing. He did do it in an era where that's probably what I would consider the most competitive era in NASCAR when he broke in. He, uh, I believe, he broke in in like nineteen, no, two thousand three, two thousand four. Uh, so he was like, uh, yeah, I think it's oh four. He was rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, he did have 176 top 10s 
first win came as his second year in Richmond. He did win at Brick, Brickyard 400. So, yeah, I guess that's – he was good at NASCAR's marquee events. So, I guess that's part of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're not sold. No, I, had I, I, no I liked it. He was one of my favorite drivers, and then he just like – He also had to be teammates year. with Jeremy Mayfield. Like, come on. Like, he's probably fighting off the crystal meth. Um <laughs> He did. He did. He did replace Bill Elliott, who in the nine car uh, when they when Dodge was kind of making their return to NASCAR, um, and then sadly has disappeared again from NASCAR. So, um, but yeah, no, I think it's yeah, I can I can live with it. It's better than I um, better than I thought. And the ladies loved Casey Kane. Loved Casey Kane. If it wasn't for Dale Earnhardt Jr., Casey Kane would have been NASCAR's most popular driver by a lot. My wife knows nothing about NASCAR. She likes Casey Kane. Yeah, oh, better watch out. And yeah, unlike like Ryan it. Vickers, he's not married to someone who was on Epstein Island. <laughs> uh, so clear your calendars for May 25th as Junior Motorsports Fan Day is scheduled for that day beginning at 9 a.m. Autograph session with all their Xfinity Series and late model drivers, along with CEO Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Yeah, they they sort of mentioned Dale's going to be there, but they don't mention if he's available for autographs. Although he is technically one of their drivers, but oh, it's true. So you know, I'm thinking of calling off work. Um, you know, I know people that uh, have called off work for less. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to call off; just don't even show up. So meet you guys there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Already, I'm already halfway there. Boom! Now we're on to the uh, the lizard race. Yeah, we got the Geico 500. This will be on Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Coverage starting at 2 on Fox, the Motor Racing Network, Series XM, NASCAR Radio, 500 miles or 188 laps at the most beautiful track in America. It is Talladega. It's 2.66 miles. Biggest party on earth. Stages of 60, 60, 68. No practice. Uh, qualifying Saturday at 1030 on Fox Sports 1. Should be pretty good weather. Uh, no rain expected this weekend. Lows in the 60s, highs uh, in the uh, 70s, low 80s. So it should be awesome. But Grand Marshals this week are the original Alabama gang members, Bobby Allison, Donnie Allison, and Red Farmer. R.I.P. R.I.P. Neil Bonner. R.I.P. R.I.P. Davey. And also R.I.P. Davey Allison, too. Yeah. Uh, Neil was my favorite driver as a youth. Very sad. Still sad to this day. I'll pretend like he was there. Or he is there. No, he'll be there in spirit. Uh, Johnny Ray's big rig will be flying the American flag during the woo! national anthem. Huh? Woo! I give a woo. Like your Rick Blair. Yeah. Donnie Allison will take the ceremonial lap and is famed at number 27, 1968 Ford. The only uh, driver doing double duty, Riley Herbst, who's running the number 15 in place of Cody Ware and Austin <laughs> Hill in the Bede Motorsports vehicle. Jane, Zane Smith also running in the front row sports number 38 and Todd Gilland will slide over to the number 36. Yeah, we didn't really talk about Cody Ware in the when we recap stuff. Um, he allegedly didn't he choke out uh, somebody yeah I, he got <laughs> I just every time i think about it i just say oh we won't uh, speculate he got arrested so he's been suspended uh dale earnhardt all-time wins leader at talladega with 10 uh there are 11 active talladega winners brad keselowski leads a bunch with six joey long 
Joey Logano has three. Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, and Denny Hamlin with two apiece. Others are Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, Eric Amarola, Ricky Stenhouse, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch. Yeah, Bush uh, is Chase all the Elliott. way back. Bush is back in 2008. That's like forever ago. They've repaved Talladega since he's won it the last time. <laughs> and I almost said uh, Rusty Wallace instead of Bubba Wallace for active winners. You could have said Daryl Wallace Jr. Oh, that's true. I think, uh, Bubba, Elliott... I think Bubba has one more win than that Rusty has actually at Talladega, from what I remember. Uh, Chase Elliott won the most recent race here last fall. Uh, this is just his second race back. He returned last week against Martinsville. Uh, Ross Chastain won the race here uh, last April. Ryan Blaney, the only active driver with back-to-back wins. Uh, so Chase Elliott looking to do that. Uh, Blaney won in 2019-2020. Of the 14 drivers with 15 or more races here, nobody has finished in the top 10 in half of his races. Closest is Ricky Stenhouse with nine top 10s and 19 races. Races also has one win in six top fives. Yeah. And then I mentioned it to Tyler Pig as we were at uh, a potential sponsor, Nick the Greek, eating uh, lunch today. A lot of people fancy uh, Michael McDowell as a super speedway racer, but he's not very good here. He has three top five finishes in 24 races. That's one out of every eight races. So he's strictly a Daytona uh, good racer. Mm. And then the aggressive pusher, Brad Keselowski, is by far the most successful active drivers. 28 races, six wins, nine top fives, 13 top tens. Uh, just watch out, though. <laughs> he will push you. He <laughs> will push you in the corners. He'll push you all over the place. So if you want to run up front, he's the guy to be with. But if you want to crash into the wall, he's the guy to be with. Uh, Joey Logano, who is not on the Walk of Fame in 28 races here, has three wins, nine top fives, 11 top tens. Denny Hamlin, two wins, 10 top fives, 15 top tens, and 34 races. And then uh, don't sleep on Elliott. He does have uh, top tens in half his races, seven out of 14, including a pair of wins in five top tens. Denny Hamlin has the best average finish in the last 10 races among the drivers at 12.4. Uh, Ryan Blaney, 12.6, so I look stupid there. Eric Elmerola, 12.9. Chase Elliott, 13.6. There you go. Featured matchups. We got Eric Jones and uh, Ricky Stenhouse, two of the, uh, what do you call it? I forget what I used to call them back in the day. Uh, long shots, we'll call them. <laughs> I, I think the original term was slapstick. So, yeah, I'm going to go Eric Jones because I actually have him as my spoiler alert. Uh, either my winner or my long shot. I won't tell you. Uh oh, it's back. It's back. Eric Jones in the long shot train. Here we yeah. go. Well, he could be my winner pick. But yeah, I'm going Eric Jones. Last six races, only uh, three drivers at Talladega have an average driver rating over 90. Their names are Ryan Blaney, William Byron, and Eric Jones. I'm going Eric Jones. I'm also going Eric Jones because in the last six races, he has the highest average finish at 9.2. The next highest, Ryan Blaney, 10.5. Uh, you guys will make it a clean sweep. I'll go Eric Jones. I think this has got a top 10 Eric Jones finish all over it. He is, uh, you guys talked about it uh, earlier in the week. He's not been great this year. In fact, I would say he's probably my second most disappointing driver so far as we hit to Talladega in terms of performance this year uh, for Petty GMS. So, uh, or Legacy Motorsports at Petty GMS. I can't remember what we're calling that thing. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I'll take Eric Jones. I don't think Recky Stenhouse repeats his Daytona performance. Hey, our next one, Austin Dillon, life in the fast lane. Uh, and they got a little fast with their modifying parts uh, last week versus uh, Bubba Wallace, uh, who has a win here. Some gonads will point out it uh, it was a short race. <laughs> it was a shortened race, but a win's a win. I'm going Bubba. So it's I funny. he's been despondent all year. I think this gets him out of his despondency. Yeah, I think I like Bobo. Austin Dillon actually has a better average finish in the last six races, but he has never led a lap in those six races where Bubba has. But I'm going to go with Austin Dillon. You know, wow. Bubba, aside from his win, that's the only time he's finished in the top 10 at Talladega in the last two years. Yeah, I uh, I originally was all on the Bubba train for this week, and he may be in my fantasy lineup. But Austin Dillon will also be there, and I'm going to take Austin Dillon because Evan's right. In the last five races, besides Bubba's win, his average finish is 24th at Talladega. Uh, Austin Yeah, not great, Bob. So uh, I'm going to take the three-car who historically, when the guy Dale Earnhardt ran it, was pretty good there. So maybe a little three-car magic pops up this weekend for Austin Dillon. Okay, so next we got Eric, spelled A-R-I-C. He's the only person I know in the whole world uh, that has that spelling. Um, I don't know if that's, uh, I know Eric with a K is sort of like a Viking name. I don't know if there's, like, if this is the Vandals or, or maybe something. But anyhow, he's going against Corey LaJoy. I'm sort of torn on this one. I think as an actual... Results, Eric Amarola is definitely your guy, but Corey LaJoy, like if you say wild card, he's the kind of guy that you think will come out and win the race. If you put a gun to my head, I'm going Eric Amarola. Yeah, I'll probably go with Amarola. Although I do love Corey LaJoy, so if he does win, I'm not going to be mad that I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm going to go Eric Amarola. He actually ran really well at Daytona earlier this year and led a bunch of laps. Corey LaJoy, I think, had a top 10 at Daytona. They're both pretty decent on the super speedways, but I'll take the 10 card. Just think Eric's got a little more experience than Corey LaJoy does, and so I'll, I'll be, be my deciding factor. And then the final one, Harrison Burton versus Ty Gibbs. These guys had a – they went back at it back and forth a couple of years ago in the Xfinity series. Ty, Ty Gibbs is running better as a rookie uh, than Harrison is as a second-year driver. So Yeah. I mean, Ty Gibbs only raced here once in the Cup Series, finished 37th DNF, but I think he's a better driver than Harrison Burton, so I'm going to go with uh, Ty Gibbs. Yeah, I'm going to go Ty Gibbs, too. Uh, as much as I would like to see the 21 get their 100th win this weekend, I don't think Harrison Burton's the guy that can do it. Uh, and I think Gibbs, usually Joe Gibbs racing runs pretty well here. So we're going to go, I'm going to go with the uh, 54 Ty Gibbs. I'm going to go Wood Brothers getting their 100th win. I uh, I think I maybe I'm imagining things, and I didn't really go back and look at the loop data, but I recall Harrison Burton running out front a lot last year at the fall Talladega race. I could be imagining things. I could be thinking back to Trevor Bain or something back in the day. But like mentally, I picture the 21 being out front there. So uh, I'm going to Harrison Burton just to go against the grain. Uh, okay. Uh, we going to do winners first or long shots? 
I think we always do long shots first. Okay, my long shot. I was going to say Austin Cindric because did we forget he won Daytona 500 last year? Oh, here we go. But he checks in at 13th on the uh, odds list at 24 to 1. So I'm not sure he's a real long shot. I'm going to go Eric Jones, who is oh. uh, 30 to 1, which is a real long shot. I mean, that's who I was going to go with. I think he was the obvious choice. Uh, but Tommy took that from me. Okay, I'll go Austin Cindric. All right, I'll go Eric Jones. Wow, you guys uh, took the two that I was actually thinking. Um, well, I put it in a rundown so you could see. Who I, I know, was. I know, but I didn't think Evan was going to go Eric Jones. Okay, you can I... have it. You know, you can have Austin. No, Cindric. I don't want I, no I'm going to take Austin Hill. No, oh, although no, I made no, that not. mistake and he didn't qualify for the Daytona Five. <laughs> no, let's not get that crazy. Uh, no, I'm going to go. Actually, going to go Eric Amarola. Or no, sorry, I had it written down. I apologize. Ryan Priest is who I'm going with. I apologize. I had it written down on my little thing right here. Uh, Ryan Priest in his previous cut stint hit a top pair of top tens and a top five in Talladega uh, before being a jettisoned back to the old uh, Xfinity series for a couple of years. So now he's back. He ran actually pretty well at Martinsville last week. He was really good at Daytona in the duels. We're going to go Ryan Priest in the 41. This is the little long shot. That sounds good. What do we got next? We got winners. I'll let you guys go winners first, and then I'll drop in with mine. Uh, I'm going to go Denny Hamlin for the reasons we mentioned earlier. Uh, last 10 races, he's just been the best driver. Got to win five top fives. Uh, Chase Elliott, just because I think sometimes NASCAR likes to maybe write a storyline or two. I feel like Chase Ooh. Elliott's going to run Ooh. really well. NASCAR yeah. rigged? I'm not saying it's rigged. I'm just saying sometimes – miraculously a guy with a good story wins Hendrick has been historically pretty good at Talladega Chase Elliott's had some good runs uh there he has a pair of wins there a pole there and I think seven top tens in the last 10 races or something so go go Chase Elliott okay and then uh I'm going Ryan Blaney uh just because I picked him I picked him about nine times this year and he always gets wrecked with 30 laps to go one of these times he's not gonna get wrecked with 30 laps to go and he's getting uh and I want to be at the pay window. Yeah, that and I want to be at the pay window when it happens, you know. I never gave up on Kozlowski and Eric Jones last year. <laughs> <laughs> on the Xfinity side, we have the Ag Pro 300. This will be Saturday at 4 p.m. Coverage starting at three on Fox Sports One. Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. It's gonna be 113 laps around the most beautiful track in NASCAR. It's 2.66 miles. Uh, stages I, of 25, 25, 63. I feel like the race is too short. I think that I think uh, the Xfinity race should always be 80% of the laps of the, and the truck should always be 60% of the laps. No and one's the Arca, going. And the Arca should be 40% if they run. Nobody's going to Talladega to watch the Xfinity race. They're there for Sunday's race and they're there to party. Well, you can drink. Well, I wouldn't. Uh, Evan, Evan drink. had his Evan had his order wrong there. They're there to party, then watch Sunday's race, yeah. and maybe be there for Saturday's race because somebody made a beer run. You follow the I forget what account it is, but they always show what's left behind on the campgrounds. It's, it's I think it's from the Talladega like their social media accounts. So it's the Talladega Motor Speedway yeah. account. They usually good couches left behind. Yep, shoes. Disgusting couch. Uh, anyway, uh, there would be no practice, which is a great for guys like Sammy Smith, who have never raced Xfinity at Talladega, LOL, of qualifying Friday at 5.35 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. 
Four guys will miss the race. Very sad. 42 drivers for 38 spots. Jade Buford in the number five. David Starr in the 07. Derek Krause in the 10, uh, which has finished in the top 10 every race this year with five different drivers, including Justin Haley, Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, A.J. Allmendinger, and Derek Krause. The number 10 car is the third in the owner's point standing behind John Hunter Nemechek's number 20 for Joe Gibb Racing and Austin Hill's number 21 for Richard Childress Racing. Mm. Ryan Truex is in the number 19. Uh, and the number 19, that's another car that could be in the owner playoff, but not the driver's playoff, uh, currently sitting in 12th place. We do have the dash for the cash. Hopefully it's more exciting than last week's. It's got John Hunter Nemechek, Sammy Smith, Cole Custer, and Josh Berry. Uh, no bushwhackers, or as Thomas called them in the rundown, cup invaders. Yeah, no cup invaders. Uh, I don't, I don't know the reason why. I haven't read. They say they don't do it because of the dash for the cash, but I don't know why that matters. Like it's not hard to say, hey, this guy's a cup guy. He doesn't qualify. Like, but that's that. I am told that's why they do that. Huh. Uh, also of note, we're having a great duel for rookie of the year. Chandler Smith has 285 points. Uh, he leads Sammy Smith, who has 254, but I think this one will kind of be back and forth. I mean, it's only a 31 point difference right now that can change in just a weekend. Yeah. And they buy, I mean, Sammy Smith, he's had a couple bad incidents at the finish that have knocked him out of some points that he should have gotten a really good driver. The people that notice good drivers have said he's a good driver so i think he gets a ride here in the next couple of years uh, with someone you know they didn't run xfinity races here at talladega until 1992 Weird. covid they've been racing here twice a year i mean does anyone know why they never race there i figured it was because the uh, the owners of uh bush uh, xfinity uh, bush grand national were poor people and they didn't want their cars all torn up at talladega but it just seems weird that they had not raced there since until 92. Yeah, but they raced at Daytona. Yeah, I don't get it. I think we need to uh, call up someone at Dirty Mo Media that might know or somebody. Like it's not It'd be really like a good, good, it's like a good investigative cast. Why did NASCAR boycott Talladega yeah. in the 90s for the Xfinity or Bush series at the time? That's a good oh, podcast. And they, they ran ARCA there. So it's not like, I don't know, just weird. Hopefully someone listens to the podcast that might have an answer or maybe we can ask what's his nuts uh bobby hill and jr if we ever have him back uh, on to tell us uh harry hyde stories <laughs> uh colleague has won four of the last six races here including both races won by justin haley in 2020 uh burton won in the spring of 2021 and dinger in 2022 other two winners were brandon brown in fall of 21 and noah gregson in 22 John Hunter Nemechek's dad holds most of the Xfinity Series top numbers at Talladega, including most poles, most top tens, most lead lap finishes, most laps led. Front row Joe also holds a qualifying record of 193.517 miles per hour in 1997. That's pretty fast. Jeb Burton is the only previous winner entered in the race. He won in spring of 2021 when he was with Colleague. In six starts, he has the win, two top fives, three top tens. Other than that, it's real crapshoot. Nobody in the field has run particularly well here. So with that being said, Tommy, who you got? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I was bandying about a colleague, but I looked at Ch what Chandler Smith and uh Derek Krause did in recent truck races and they didn't do very well at Talladega. And I looked at what Daniel Hemrick does and he doesn't do well at Talladega. 
Pollock's always up front, so I'm going Ryan Sieg. If there's ever a race you're going to pick Ryan Sieg, it would be this one. Uh, last six races, he's finished in the top five four times, including a second, two-fourths, and a fifth. There you go. Tyler, who you got? You know, now that Chase Elliott's back in the nine car, I'm going to go uh, back in the cup side. I'm going to go Josh Berry. Mother. I wondered if you were going to do that. Yeah, I actually was kind of torn between Sammy Smith and Josh, and Josh Berry. Like, I think Sammy Smith's going to have a really good future. But when you don't get to practice at Talladega, kind of concerns me. So, I like, I like the steady hands of Josh Berry. Well, that's who I was going to go with. Uh, and you still can. It's the Xfinity. We can, have, we can double up. Well, you know, I just don't want to be that guy, you know? Well, if you pout enough, you're already that guy. Oh, geez, <laughs> this guy. Well, I'm trying to look up uh, results because I was going to switch. But I'm going to stay with Josh Berry. I was seeing what Sammy Smith did at Daytona where he finished 19th. So I was hoping he would have a better result and I was going to pick him. But I'm going to go with Josh Berry. Uh, in the only person on this podcast that cares, uh, there's an Arkham Menards race on Saturday. Well, no, I said there's no trucks. Yeah. But in lieu of trucks, there's Arca Menard at yeah, 30 Eastern. The general tires, like the first 10 races are all general tire, then a number, and then the place. So I think they're having trouble getting sponsored. <laughs> plus general tire paid a whole bunch of money. Uh, Freddie Moon is in second place in the point standings. Whoa. Can we see Mostly because they only had two races. So. Oh, geez. Uh, now time for our favorite thing uh this week and i think it's a landslide who has the best paint scheme and it's ricky stenhouse jr because he's got the cheese it's on there and he's got the little cheese ball and it's the like the guy that's like hot folk i feel the cheesiest coach <laughs> yeah i love that guy uh yeah i like that one you know part of that kroger deal they got with the kroger uh sponsors i like the uh eric jones he always has the good uh, military tie-ins. He's got the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds. There's a couple other ones. I don't know if Tyler wants to mention one before I rat out all the other ones. No, I have a couple. I like, for some reason, the uh, beamoose.org car that Ross Chastain is racing. Just It interests me. More of a cartoony uh, moose this time. Before yeah. it was like a moose moose. Now he's like a... Bullwinkle-ish. Like, it's like Bullwinkle has repaired. Uh, I actually really like the number four that Harvick's driving and the kind of the old throwback mobile one car. Shout out to Jerry Mayfield for the second time on this podcast. So that's what he used to run. And the only one uh, that I have a little bit of a question for is the Mahindra Tractors 14 that Chase Briscoe is going to run. <laughs> I didn't get the guy on it. I don't. I didn't get it either. So that was the only ones. But uh, yeah, I liked one classic and then. Uh, the other one for uh, good friend Bubba Wallace with the uh, the full-on Columbia PFG uh, with the fish on the side of the car painting this weekend. Yeah, the fish looks pretty sweet. Uh, a couple others I noted. We always say Tootsie's Orchid Lounge. A couple honorable mentions. I love the uh, – I always like the Keselowski uh, number six Castrol Edge, but he always gets better paint schemes than Busher. Like his Fastenal car looks better than Busher's. Busher's look like trash, and his looks awesome. Do you think um, it's because he's like part owner? I think it's because he's owner. <laughs> and then uh, I liked Noah Gregson, Wendy's, and uh, the Ryan Priest Hunt brothers. You didn't I like BJ McLeod with the blaster Chevrolet? No, I did not. And the one that I don't know if it's timing. I don't know if Bush is hiding low for a couple weeks until uh, until Kid Rock shuts up. But the last couple races, they haven't had Bush on the car. Oh, that's a good point. 
Yeah, the blaster one's kind of cool, but I'll probably try to jump at my TV if I see Noah Gregson driving around. It's got a burger, fries, and the nuggets on the back end. Kind of makes me want to get four for four. If you could like walk by that car, you could almost like smell the Wendy's. Yeah, and it's always fresh, never frozen. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Oh, it's almost like we were paid to say that, but they don't give us money. <laughs> Uh, in the Xfinity, we got a Blaine Perkins in the number 02 Ollie's Bargain Outlet Chevrolet. The yellow really pops. Then we got Buffalo Wild Wings entering the fray. Yeah, like that one. I I feel like they had a similar paint scheme last year. I think it was the same driver. Never heard if they give uh, Bogo if he wins. More chicken. Ryan Ellis in the 43 Raising Cane's Chicken Finger Chevy. Yep. Uh, every time I go there, their chicken fingers get smaller and smaller. My favorite one, uh, oh, shit, where'd it go? Oh, the number 26, Kaz Grala. In the oh, class. man. I have this, though. Like, I'm confused by how this is not a trademark infringement. So it's Crush Strawberry Lemonade. Yeah. It's it's not the Crush. Like, it's not the Dr. Pepper Keurig Crush, which they have a flavor, which is Strawberry Lemonade. This is an alcoholic beverage that goes by the same name. Like, how this got like how this is legal this is a 10 percent alcohol by volume owned by island brands so it's not a uh it's not the soft drink i like the, the denver broncos had the orange crush defense back in the day it's not that it's it's alcohol i mean you have a couple of those and you'll just skip right over the expanding race you'll wake up and it's the cup race that's what i'm saying well, uh, don't do it for, oh god I, I, okay, I had two don't skip me out one arctic fast pasta pretty sweet i'm a proud yeti partner but the arctic car pretty sweet and hopefully he can race all 124 or whatever we're running uh and the last one that i also uh, uh really like is the uh back to thomas's point the jade buford double spiked cooler Ooh, not single spiked double spiked cooler apparently xfinity is the home for spiked coolers like xfinity is the ones where like you just want to get fucked up like i feel like all their paint schemes are just like yeah they're screaming rager. Yeah. Like you're not there to have a good time. You're there to black out. Oh, there there was one, I think it's Kyle Bush. He has the knockoff of green big green egg sponsorship, um, McLaren Custom Grills, and it's got a red uh big green egg on it. Um, just wanted to point that one out. Yeah, that looks weird too. It looks like a red R2 D2 on the back of his car. Yeah. Me, 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 me. So that's that. Was that that uh, lunar vehicle that NASCAR was making? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for our Talladega preview. Enjoy the races, including the Arkham Menard Series race, not just the Xfinity and Cup Series. We'll be back to recap. I'm sure Thomas will give us an update on uh, Frankie Munoz, how he did in the, the Arca don't, Series. Don't be a hater. Don't recap. be a hater. We'll recap Xfinity and Cup for you. Tyler's back for good, even though he has two kids now. He's We're going to kidnap him and make sure that he's uh, coming on the pod. Little sleep, but a lot of podcasting. That's, that's all you need. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running mini stocks when I was 13
16 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde, he built a car for me, sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin' Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got stuff others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly 